featuring Marco Campiani and Ezekiel Kuti. I am your host, Marco Campiani. And I'm your co-host, Ezekiel Kuti. And welcome to episode three. Let's talk. <laughs> we are very pleased to have you. And um, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Yeah. Sunday, is it November or is it December already? It's almost December, November 29th. November 29th. Um, what, what would you do over the last couple of days? Last couple of days, um, I just hung out, saw some friends. I saw this really cool movie, Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was. What did you guys think? Bro, Tenet was, wow, like. I need to watch it like at least two more times. Yeah. But like from a cinematic point of view, like I don't even know how they did for there to be like back like people like going backwards. Yeah. Like at the same at the same time, like have the frames going forward. Like I thought that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um no, I saw a movie like right when it came out. Me and my friends drove out to like Pembroke Pines. Because yeah. the only like movie theaters that were open, and like I'm not gonna lie, like I <laughs> I was really stoned when I watched it, and like <laughs> that's like not the kind of movie you want to be stoned for <laughs> at, all. <laughs> at all. At all. It's the kind like f- the way it felt for me is that like like the train of like following and understanding the movie left very early, <laughs> and like if you didn't hop on it, like it just like it dipped and like it yeah. you got left behind. Yep. And. I like I uh, by the end of the movie I was li- I would literally be able to tell you that like I, I followed like maybe five percent of it like li- literally five percent that's like not even an exaggeration um, I and like I want to watch it again I just haven't been able to um, bec- because like I know a lot of people loved it and like there were certain aspects of it like like the, some of the ones that you named that I thought were like fantastic and like conceptually I thought it was yeah. Uh, dope but like I, I i i'm gonna have to say my opinion which is like i w- i wasn't the biggest fan i i say that after my first my first watch just because like i like i i like like nolan's one of my favorites and like i like him because his work like his w- some of his work especially his earlier stuff like seems a lot more personal to me and like he investigates a lot of topics that like and like he he investigates a lot of topics that like are interesting to me and like very personal to me too um and and like i feel like now he's just doing a lot of like big like hollywood like yeah. uh spectacle sort of stuff it, yeah um and like i i'm not against that like it is like like anybody can have fun in with movies however they want but like um his felt like too meta almost like like it was pretty meta. it was like because like it, to me his that m- tenant felt like somebody gave an ai the task to r- r- to study all of chris nolan's movies and action movies in general and then write a christopher nolan action movie that's that a, yeah that's a good way of looking at it actually because even though a lot of the concepts behind it like were really like I mean compared to the average person like those those concepts are super creative but to me Chris Nolan being the genius that he is like 
to me like those 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 concepts like it's like the it's only like the first concepts he dished out like at some sort of like uh conversation brainstorm and like they <laughs> just ran with the first ideas that they had yeah because like to me like like he i, I feel like he, he i i like to compare like the only people i compare filmmakers to are like themselves really and like compare him to himself i feel like he was capable of more but like i'm also just a douchebag for criticizing <laughs> krishna <Lund. laughs> no but like i do agree that it was kind of like made for like a more like spectacle kind of movie like you know like apocalypse like that kind of movie because i mean it, it had like an apocalyptic kind of theme to it so i mean like you can't blame him but like it was a good movie but i do agree that like it wasn't like his best I, I really want to see it again so I can try <laughs> to understand it and like appreciate it more yeah. um, we got to it kind of late well not late but we missed the beginning thankfully we didn't miss anything that important because I was still able to understand like 50% of it which I think is good because it was a very hard movie to understand but yeah I definitely need to watch it again too yeah that movie just kept giving me like fuck yous while I was trying to understand it. Like, <laughs> I, like I would try to understand it, and I think it would like wrap up in a certain way that it like I could let me catch up, but it would just fuck. Yeah. And give me a huge middle finger and like, like set me back like even yeah. more. <laughs> no, it got crazier and crazier. <laughs> and crazier. <laughs> like it was crazy. Um. Yeah. And then, like, it, it like when I said it was meta, it, I just meant like because like Chris Nolan is like, n- like very. I mean, like, famous slash, like, infamous for, like, doing, like, he d- it's not that he doesn't use CGI, it's that he doesn't like to use CGI, like, completely, so he'll, like, try to create things, like, with physical sets, like, as close to that as possible, and then add some effects on top of that to enhance it, yeah. but, like, and, like, everyone always talks about, like, how he, like, drove a train through, like, was it, like, New York City, like, like he's done this crazy shit <laughs> this one he literally me and my friends couldn't stop dying at the fact that he literally grabbed the guy from yesterday the guy from yeah. the beatles movie yeah. put him on a pl- put yeah he put him on a big ass fucking plane and made, made him, him crash. made him run that plane through this like warehouse like oh and then God. yeah it was just like it was very action movie e and if you're like into that shit like it's just like a big a big orgasm of Hollywood uh, yeah. action movie. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm I I I I I like. I'm glad we got into Tenant. I I I like telling people that I don't I, I don't fuck with that much. Tenant. Um. Well, on another note, we, you guys might have seen a few like Q and A like on the Instagram we put up me and marco both put up on our stories and i just wanted to thank everyone who answered with a legitimate question because you guys are dope and we're gonna get to them not all at once but we will get to all of them so one that i really wanted to get into was um rafa zan asked us to go over the experience of winning states <laughs> so let's get into it what do you think about being a state champion 
correction back to back oh, back yeah. to back state champions. My bad, my bad. Just to, just to let the record show. Um, what? How do I feel about that? How do you how feel, about, feel about, about that? Um, it, it feels dope. It just, it just like, it like m m more than more than just like the accomplishment of like winning that that title which it, it like in high school soccer that's kind of like the pinnacle of yeah. of the the achievements that you can make um at a, like at a state level and so apart from that is like awesome and to do it back to back which like hadn't been done like in our division ever i think and the fact that like the person that we beat the first year they were there for their second time and they were about to be the first people to win back-to-back -back state champions in 1a yep. but we beat them uh and didn't let them like uh pro like would defend their title yeah and then we beat them and then we beat another team the second year to be the first people who did that which is like incredible to be a part of that like florida soccer history for sure and then I, I just like what it represents means so much just like I talked to a lot of people who didn't have the best high school soccer slash high school uh, athletics experience and like <laughs> I almost feel like I'm bragging when I tell them about me because like I literally had like like the dream scenario like For real. Um, our coach our two coaches like coach Perry and coach Lopez were fucking dope like coach yeah. Perry is like the dog and coach lopez like th th thankfully knew knew more about him <laughs> than soccer <laughs> so he could so actually lovely. like uh <laughs> so he could actually uh really give us that extra notch in terms of uh soccer training yeah. um but and then our team was awesome like we were really like a family like we we For hung sure. out inside outside of school like we we threw parties together like we we were we were like a family and then we got to spend like a, a long time together as champions and when you're champion like it's like you get to play a lot you, you get your games go on, uh, until the end so it's like we maximize the amount of games that we would be able to play in high school soccer which is like a total gift like we we got to play more than a lot of kids did um and like now like high school soccer is one of the things i miss the most so, so to have been able to like do that and say we really like embraced it and like did it a hundred percent like so proud of that yeah bro i'm i agree i'm really proud of more than like obviously the achievement is like fucking awesome but like also the experience of getting there like i wasn't even there like the year that we that we lost in like the state's semis mm -hmm. but to go from there and like even even it th even though i wasn't there like just like having the motivation from the other players like you and like alberto and everyone be like oh we lost and we're not fucking losing again like that shit was dope and that really that really helped us like get there and as a team i don't think i could have asked for more like from my teammates yeah like yeah for real <laughs> yeah and and we we, we did it while having a lot like it was like in practice for the most part like we we were pretty serious like we went hard in practice um yeah. 
and but like outside of practice like we were having fun like <laughs> i'm not gonna incriminate any any of my fellow soccer players but like we definitely had a good time <laughs> that was a lot of fun um, and we we definitely made a lot of memories together like an insane sure. amount. Um, yeah one of the memories like for me at least i guess it's kind of cliche i guess but like when i scored that goal <laughs> I mean, like, how can when that I not be? When I scored that goal? Yeah, I mean. Explain, explain. So, okay. Explain I'll put you in the moment for yeah. a second. So, I'm dead tired. Like, I, I've been the, I've, I'm the most tired I've ever been, like, in a soccer game. And then, like, it's a throw-in, and Alberto has it. And he's surrounded by, like, four players. And I'm like, there's no chance he does anything with the ball. Because he's good, but, he, like, he's tired, and he can't get by four players. But he somehow like gets around them and literally puts the ball on a plate for me. <laughs> like when I say on a plate, it's like a full served meal, like <laughs> dessert included. And bro, looking back at it, I just like I hit it in the sweet spot. Like the yeah. it's crazy. Like I couldn't even see my goal because like I curved it around a guy and then like he like jumped right in front of me. But I heard like the swish of the net, and dude, like, my heart like exploded. It was, it was, it was something else, bro. Like that feeling of euphoria was, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, Easy has that goal that Easy's talking about is like literally one of the craziest like goals I've witnessed and been a part of, like, and somehow. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Like, and when Easy says he he served it on a plate, he doesn't mean that like. He got it easy. Oh like, no, it was easy. Hard. Did not get it easy. It was like hard. he got it on a plate outside the box. Like, was it? You're righty. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you're righty. Yeah, yeah. No, it it was it was a very it was a very nice ball that he was able to get a nice run on and like like to hit it. He had it very nice, but like it's not like he put it literally upper 90 like from outside the box like curled yeah. it in when we were down 1-0 against a very strong and athletic team um and like i personally like in that game i i was playing i mean that game in general just my mentality was very it wasn't a, I, I i didn't have a strong mentality that game i was very much uh scared that most of that game and I, d I didn't play bad, but I d my game in certain moments definitely showed it. And I did not think that we were going to score. I thought we were going to, I didn't think that we were going to get scored on again, but I thought it was going to be a 1 0 game. It was just going to yeah, be like. Yeah, it looked like it. Because it, it was going to, it had been a very tight game. I was it felt like a miracle needed to fucking happen to like win that game. And then I had been, the. I was playing right back and the crowd and they had a much bigger crowd than us and their crowd were talking was talking shit to me the whole time and then I out of nowhere I see easy like put this ball in like upper 90 from my field and like I was very far away I was like I had like an insane vantage point because I was like I was just like on the other side and I just saw the whole thing from like a cool angle and like everyone to celebrate together and I just turned around and started like talking shit back to the crowd <laughs> <laughs> and then and then i went and like congratulated you i'm sure uh, yeah no you're right that game like did deserve like we needed a miracle and we got two on yeah yeah so. <laughs> like yeah alberto Al again like alberto had an awesome opportunity that like also like a the 
the place in which he the, the way in which he got the ball and like ended up in that spot was the miracle but like alberto like just clinically just like psh, like yeah. couldn't have done it any any better another upper 90 goal <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy some crazy shit uh, uh yeah i'd like to take this opportunity now that we're talking about soccer to just mention that Diego Armando Maradona just passed away and like I, I stayed up that night and just watched like a bunch of his highlights because he's a legend so yeah I just wanted to put that out there well, well, how did you feel about his death I mean I, I don't want to like talk bad about him but he was not very healthy so I'm not gonna say I saw it coming because like that was very out of the blue and I was very surprised and sad, but I like given the shape that he was in, like I'm not like it's not completely surprising, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, like uh, if if you guys haven't realized by now, like me and Easy are both from Argentina. Yeah. Um, and like, but like personally for me, like I. I never felt very connected to Maradona. Like, I obviously loved him. Like, he is a legend. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's an icon. And, like, I appreciate everything he did for our our national team, uh, like, before I was born and stuff. But, like, sure. I never felt conne- like that connected to him because he just was more of just, like, an idea to me. Yeah. Like, I I didn't. And, like, el, La Mano de Dios and stuff, like, like obviously, like that that shit was part of my childhood in a big way. Like, um, <laughs> always, always try to use that shit. Um, but, but like when I heard he died, like, like regardless of like what you may think about him as a person, or like, but like I mean, like objectively, like he was not like a healthy person. Like At in all. the slightest, like he probably put his body through literal hell in the yeah. last like for the majority of his life, and yeah, and like. I've like w- when I heard he died like it made sense to me and like it wasn't that like I wasn't like like obviously I was a little like sad but I was like like I was actually like glad that like he died like um like like to me it felt like his suffering like had been like yeah. put to rest like he was suffering I, a like, lot that that guy did not seem like he was having like a very, <laughs> yeah a very uh peaceful uh living yeah I agree definitely I mean I, I think it's just nice to see how, like, basically, like, the whole world is, like, coming together. And, like, yeah, it's kind of, like, cliche or whatever, but they are, like, everyone's, like, mourning for him. Obviously, like, Argentina's, like, hit the hardest because, I mean, I've seen, like, pictures of people, like, a bunch of people crying on the streets and shit. Yeah. But, like, the whole, like, soccer world really is, like, saddened by it. And... Although, like, obviously it's not good that people are sad and stuff. I think it's great that people can put away their differences to, like, in respect to, like, that <laughs> yeah. one person. And then the the funniest part about, and, like, the, just something that I found funny is, like, like, all right, like half the entire world posted something for him on his yeah. Instagram. And, like, and, like. He's like a huge communist. <laughs> yeah, he is. And like, he's like a huge communist. And like, like three weeks ago, you got all these dudes like, like the 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 Republican people that think a communist like 
uprising is like gonna take over the u.s like saying all this shit about like how like if a person's a communist like they basically like are just like <laughs> unworthy of like human respect and like and Damn. then like this guy dies like he's a huge <laughs> communist like very vocal communist that's, and like yeah pretty funny <laughs> everyone fucking like, <laughs> could like i mean i mean i don't think you should judge him for being a communist as a person nah. but i'm just saying how how like that just shows that like for the for for the things that like hits co- close to home to people they're able to see through that and like connect with his like humanity rather than who what he did as a person but yeah. like in other scenarios they're unable to like do that or like they judge people for that i agree <laughs> um uh <laughs> okay what another question that i got um from my friend sebastian he goes well, it wasn't a question, it was a topic. He goes, artificial general intelligence, sentience, and the singularity. I <laughs> wow. I am proud to, like, I'm not proud, but, like, I, I, I'm, I can gladly say, like, I don't know shit about any of that, like, for real. <laughs> and, like, but, like, it seems interesting. Like, I've heard stuff about it, but, like, I wouldn't be able to, like, say anything that, like, I could say it, that I actually like, understood very thoroughly yeah but like we're gonna learn about it and we're gonna get back to you sebastian and uh hopefully maybe you can get on the show and and we can talk about it together yeah you can school us on that stuff um (laughs) easy's easy's got some good questions yeah so something else um joe sulks had a very very good one it's pretty funny let's call this um joe time he asked, is there only one definitive timeline or are there infinite lines of time? So, wow. First of all, thank you for that very, very deep I, question. I love you, Joe. Yeah. Um, I watched this movie called What the Bleep Do You Know? It was like about quantum physics. I didn't really understand all of it, but what I did understand is like, every decision we make like basically creates like a new universe so like taking that into account i think it's possible for there to be like a bunch of timelines like that you decided to do something else like that would be another timeline you know what i'm saying um like like conceptually like i understand yeah. what you're saying i no. yeah i don't uh, yeah i don't understand how it actually worked no, yeah <laughs> but, but like conceptually like yeah like that that could make that that, that makes a certain amount of sense to me um yeah. but yeah i mean infinite amount of timelines like like um <laughs> infinite amount of timelines yeah well, there's a, like an infinite amount of timelines that exist within an an entity that is outside of space and time. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Mean. What is what is outside of space time? What like is, is, it, is it like time. just like a box? It's just a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a soap opera box. It's a box. Nah, but for real, like we, I think with these kind of questions, we really <laughs> understand that we don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, and like, feel free to, and like, our our words, like, it's like, 
we're choosing to like express them like in a way that like they make sense to us so like don't like cling on to like too hard to like the words that we use yeah. we're, we're <laughs> um yeah they're just words um but yeah i think it's extremely possible like like the whole idea that like time is relative which and it's like kind of like in a sense all of time is like an infinite feedback loop that all like is like affecting each other at all times and like it, it, it and it's all happening like right now and like that is what that is like what the now is yeah and like it's like there's no escaping that like it's always now like you're never not yeah. in the now. at the end of the day it's never tomorrow or yesterday or last week like it's always the present and like it's easy to get caught up in like like time and be like oh like tomorrow i have to do whatever like obviously like homework and like responsibilities yeah but like other than that like i think it's very important to live in the in the now like in the present because that's all that exists um, now <laughs> um but in, and it's like when, when, when you say live in the present like what does that mean like like to you well i just i guess just be like mindful of what you're doing um like i started getting into mindfulness a little bit i'm i'm kind of slacking right now but it's like just being aware that like basically like you're living life i guess and to not take stuff for granted that's kind of what i mean by like living in the now and also like making the best out of like life it's like if you want to go on a trip obviously you have to like plan it and stuff but like go for it don't get stuck up in like the logistics and shit just like do shit that makes you happy i feel yeah. Um for sure. Um yeah, Joe, thank you for asking that question. I actually when when Easy told me that you had asked a question, um I I had an idea and it was like maybe we should implement a, a little segment in a, in every <laughs> show called called uh Joe Talk. Joe Talk. Joe Talk. Or we'll, we'll figure out the name later. It's basically like we're gonna find a way to get you on here and talk to you for five minutes every show, and and we'll just we'll just we'll just spit some spit out some thoughts and and see see what happens, bro. Uh, I, I I hope you're listening and and get back to me, dude. Look forward to Joe talk. Um, dude. Uh, we're gonna let's take a little break from the questions. Um, All right. How 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 long have we been going? Oh, for sure. What? 25. 25? All right, for sure. All right, let's 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 talk for like 10 more minutes. Um, So you watched, uh, uh, Easy watched the movie that I recommended to everyone. Realité. Realité? Yeah, I and, did. And uh, I'd love to talk to him about it. All right. That was like a whole 
other level of movies. Like I'd never seen anything like that before. I was just like mind fucked after getting mind fucked before. <laughs> Bro, where do I even start? I I also did like I did what you guys did. Like I didn't even look at like the description of the movie, nothing. I just searched it up, got it on Prime and watched it. First of all, I, I gotta say like I was so into it, like I was watching it pretty late at night and not once did I like get tired or anything. Like it was just so it, it, it was so like such a strange um kind of idea that like I just had to watch the whole thing because it, it was such a unique movie really mm-hmm. I think the idea the idea was like I don't even know what the idea of the movie was really but I just know that they executed it very well because you have like this director that wants to create a movie and then you have like a filmmaker and then bro there's just like so much in that movie <laughs> um can i can i get to, can i tell you like what, what like how i felt about it yeah well like just because like you, you said like you weren't sure what the idea was but you know they executed it really well yeah so like for me like that's that's the most fantastic part <laughs> of like the whole fucking movie yeah. is like I mean, it took me a. Wh- it, I mean, it took me like. I mean, maybe like halfway into the movie. I'm not really sure because like it slowly like unravels itself. Um, but like by the end of the movie, like I was very like to me. It, it felt like the guy, the director, set out to like kind of capture. It, it, there was not a story. There was no, no. fucking story to this fucking shit. This <laughs> movie, but I feel like he his intention was he set out to capture the essence of reality and and yeah. but m- mostly capture the essence of how humans experience reality and and like what that perspective what that subjective perspective kind of like feels like yeah and like and it's super fucking trippy but like n- in like and like it's like trippy in a very like human like life sort of way yeah um that exactly and and like I've seen a I've seen a good amount of movies that like attempt to capture this essence and like in a sense do and I've seen it been done I've I've seen it been done in different ways um and like in a very cool ways but this one like I've never seen this was like unmatched like yeah. it's like and it's one of those movies that like they didn't bro they they captured the essence of reality <laughs> without expo without like exposing any any of it through like dialogue really like ba- like literally like yeah. 0% like it's it's like pure visual storytelling in like in like and it's like and it's really the only way you would be able to do it to capture that essence like, I agree. Is, is through like a lot of just like visual stuff even trying to explain this right now like <laughs> with words is hard cuz like it just I feel like there's not enough words that exist to describe like what went through my mind like I, like you know I'm not going to yeah. spoil it yeah. for people S- but say as much as you want with with like not yeah. spoiling anything like the scene that's on the TV yeah. and the director watches 
Dude, yeah, that's literally bro, my favorite bro. part. <laughs> oh my god! Like, how do you even explain that? No, and 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 what the guy and like the what the guy says to the filmmaker when he's watching it oh is is god. like, Just it's like, patient. it's no 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 not not that part not that part oh. the the like once he actually once the guy actually sees what's oh. on the screen yeah. and his reaction to that and like he like. Like something comes out of his mouth, he goes something like, "My brain is in my balls" or something, like, and that's exactly what you're thinking in that exact moment. Yeah. And like you're, I literally like <laughs> when that happened, like I literally had an orgasm of like appreciation <laughs> of like how awesome that fucking movie was. Yeah. And then the guy on the movie has the same reaction, <laughs> so it's like you're having it together. Yeah. And like me and my friend keep joking, like that movie's so fucking trippy that like, I feel like one eventually one day i'm gonna be watching some movie and then it's gonna turn into like reality <laughs> and like and i'm gonna still be watching reality but i had no idea that like, i thought it finished but i was still watching it like three months later <laughs> that's entirely possible maybe we're all watching it yeah um and and i, I also had an, an idea that like you could sequel that movie so well oh if <laughs> Like the director, I I want to get in touch with the director so he like I can propose him a sequel. That's basically like, he calls it something completely differently, and it seems to be a completely different movie. But like halfway through, like <laughs> it turns into it, and Dude. then it turns out like you're still in that movie. I'd <laughs> be mindful. That, yeah, I think that that might be my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it it definitely became my favorite movie after watching. I've never really had any favorite movies, but um, that might just be it. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend once again. A hundred percent. Um, so you you wanna you wanna get back into another question, or or what are you in the mood for? Uh, let's see what other questions we have. Um. So I have a question from Ichiro. It's about realizations that we've had. So I think that's a pretty broad like question. Uh, I, I think he means like deep realizations. So I think I'll I'll start off by saying that one time I had a very very like deep experience where I just felt like connected to the universe and like i think from since that day i've i've changed as a person because i realized like it's it's a little bit like nihilistic but like in a good way it's like nothing really matters so you might as well just like live the best life you want and I I think that's probably the deepest realization I've I've had. How about you, Marco? I really don't know, to be honest, because like yeah. I mean, there's there's been a lot, and like I don't know. Um, definitely, like I've had I've had experiences of just like connection, like you've said. Yeah. And like, those are like the kind of experiences that it's like that kind of feeling like can't be forgotten because like it was just like like it hit you like so deep into your core that you just kind of like it's like it's something that you you just like 
nothing can convince you otherwise like it's not it's it's and it's not even like something that you have to believe just because like like the the feeling was so clear um and part of that was yeah and that just like give, gave me like a certain level of like trust in the universe more so than like any sort of realization yeah. from it like like i it's 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 like it, i just felt like a certain level of trust that like i just really felt like totally like totally powerless totally like like under like not like under somebody else's control but just like i just felt um ridiculously vulnerable um and um giving up that certain level of control and like accepting that and and like just like leaving it up to whatever um whatever comes like it just like it was like very liberating like like it's just like a huge weight off my back um that just like it's not that you're just like it's not that you just uh, that you're just like oh like fuck it like i'm not gonna do anything because everything's just gonna happen for me it's just more so that like i don't have to worry about figuring everything out i don't have to worry about planning everything i just have to do my part which it's it, it just like live my life and like and like in a passionate way in a way in a way that like a life deserves to be lived and like the rest will t will work itself out um yeah i agree everything usually falls into place i mean i like for example this podcast bro like it was so spontaneous the way we yeah. started it yeah and it's like everything will fall into place but it's like i also like with that it comes like you dropping your own ideas of what that might look like yeah. it's like it's not everything will fall into place with the expectations that you have it's everything will fall into place in its own way and it's like whether that thing to w what that thing r r might be right now to you may seem like very not what seems right for you yeah but like you never you might never you never sometimes don't really know what that is like sometimes you have very different expectations for some reason but it's like that dropping those and kind of just um being open to anything that uh arises is part of that um absolutely um i think we're done do you want to do a shout out to someone let me think shout out is anyone doing anything cool nowadays <laughs> um i don't know um do you wanna you wanna pick a song of the day? Yeah, so um a song I've been listening to quite a lot is um In My Life by the Beatles. I think everyone should listen to it. In my life by the Beatles. You heard it here first. Um, let me think movie movie recommendation, movie recommendation. Um not tenet. <laughs> just kidding watch uh, tenet oh fine fuck it uh since chris nolan um watch watch the prestige uh if you haven't already 
it's fantastic i just the other day i thought i i thought i understood that movie and then the other day i kind of realized somebody made me realize that i didn't understand it at all and that's one of my favorite movies so i was like fuck and so um yeah it just like i it's another mindfuck ass movie like and uh, it, it it also in a sense captures the essence of reality in a very different way and i capture it but it's not just that it, it's a lot of other stuff too um but uh love that movie um uh thank you guys for tuning in this has been episode three um if you listen all the way here we fuck with you guys heavy you're a real one <laughs> uh for real no we love you guys um peace out peace